Modern Christian Dads, Season 2. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson, and we are dudes talking news, sports, and God diving back into it. As, as I started the show, I'm like, wait, was I gone last week? Yes, you were. I, I, yeah, I was like, wait, when was the last time I was on Modern Christian Dads? Uh, so <laughs> I'm excited to be back. You're the creator. The, the, the summer craze is kind of coming to an end, but yeah. uh, we'll talk about all that stuff. We're Dudes Talking News, Sports, and God. Thank you for joining us. Hashtag MCD Nation. Like, share, subscribe. Join the Modern Christian Dads movement uh, every week. We appreciate all of you guys that listen. Dial in. We're back on the Facebook Live today. So if you're on Facebook Live, you can always give a comment, a reaction. And so let's welcome in the boys today, the tre, tres, three amigos today, because uh, what do you know? Kelly Stevens is not with us today. Yep, he's not here. Wait, I so thought it smelled better. Wait, I yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pastor's here, Pastor's here, <laughs> Kelly's gone. Kelly's here, mm. Pastor's gone. Yeah. He, he, he made a comment last week about they can't be in the same room. Together, the, at the, yes, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe there's something <laughs> to that. Potential contractual <laughs> things going on right could now be, behind the be. scenes. Uh, you know. Anyway, but we do have Greg Walden right over there. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? Ooh. Oh, there's my fan again. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Greg Walden, and the one and only Mister Pastor Greg Craywick. Hello. Seriously. Hello, everyone. Yeah. So, hello, guys. Well, it is good to be back. It's uh, now the transition, if you will, back into the school season, at least in our area here yeah. in yeah, Southwest yeah. Missouri. Yeah. School I, starts this week. I was gonna say I'm actually surprised to see you here after the video montage Sunday morning of your wife's birthday. So I didn't know how she was going <laughs> to take that or, you know, behind the scenes, uh, you know, I was just wondering about that. So we're yeah. glad you're here. My wife is, uh, a in denial. She denies that she's a psychotic <laughs> crazed <laughs> Carmen fan. Yeah. She's like, Oh, you guys just like him more than I do. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I don't know. So, so uh, did you, yeah. did you get her something practical because she's a practical giver I, no i did not get her anything practical nope, nope i didn't all right so you stuck to your so, guns You're, yeah, yeah i did she got some money from other people or her dad or something that she used to buy some something practical that she wanted so ah, i see I yeah see. when, when that's when carmen that happy birthday song from carmen started playing in church i'm i was like wow don't tell me he actually got carmen to actually yeah. personalize yeah, that that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah I, so i can't believe you actually produced yeah. a I thought you did that. Carmen has a happy birthday song. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. I mean, he, wow. I mean, yeah. it's very. Wow's the lady. Uh, yep. yep. So in, uh, put a little video montage together for my wife. It was her birthday, August 17th. Happy birthday, Pastor Rachel. There we go. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yes. All right. It's good. I didn't, I didn't upload that one to YouTube yet. I forgot about that. I need to do that though. Mm. So yeah, I try to play those. I, I offend people was, enough on a regular basis. Why not just mass, upload it? That was it? a video masterpiece. That's all I can <laughs> yeah, say. That was that. epic. That I was mean, I, I figure, uh, what's his name? The political guys, what's his, uh, Rush Limbaugh. I mean, that, that's oh, how yeah. they got, yeah. they got uh, popular was just by offending people and making everyone mad. So, I mean, 
Seems to be what I do basis. without trying, but uh, he tries. No, That's kidding. what the internet's for, you know? <laughs> anyway. That's right. Well, let's yeah. dive into it That's each why. and every week. We talk about what's going on in the life and the culture. Hard to uh, talk about things that are not COVID-19 related or pandemic related, but I am uh, a movie guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't go to the movies a lot, but for me now, my wife, she, again, conservative, perfect Christian no TV growing up, all that kind of stuff. So, but, but I, I, one of my favorite things to do, at least when there were movies, about once a month, just go go to a movie, sure. get a bucket of popcorn. Yeah, and I'm like, actually not a Mountain Dew drinker at this. I like the cherry Coke actually when I'm oh, at a movie. Yeah, yeah. Cherry Coke and popcorn for sure, for to watch sure. a good old Marvel movie or something, yep. and it just I love I love that. But so uh, anyway. And uh, we have not had movie theaters. That's one thing we haven't had for a while. Mm-hmm. And there were supposed to be some big movies coming out in the last few months. Uh, the new Wonder Woman 1984 was supposed to be out by yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow, I believe, was supposed to have been out by now. The Marvel movie, Black Widow. Uh, so we've missed out on the whole summer, you know, because from May to July, August, I mean, that's prime Mm-hmm. movie season. So we've missed yeah. all those movies, yeah. but all that to say AMC theaters will block out space between reserved seats starting Monday. So AMC theaters are opening back up. So just, just read this article a second. Yeah, right. uh, AMC theaters is not going to ignore its own social distancing guidelines and force strangers to sit next to each other when the cinema chain reopens this week. So coming back this week. Uh, that was a mistaken assumption gained social media traction when it was revealed that the AMC was allowing patrons to buy tickets next to seats that had already been reserved. There, there's a reason for that. And that was just the six feet rule, you know, the distancing mm-hmm. rule that's going on. Anyway, AMC is opening the doors to 100 locations on Thursday, but the chain will only allow auditor, audit, <laughs> auditoriums. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not what I was going to say. Uh, auditoriums <laughs> to be a 30% capacity. That that means, uh, I, I use the word utteration in my uh, Wake Up Grace Point that's video a, today. That's uh, a big word. I was oh, like... No. I'm oh, not sure what it fancy. meant, but it just came out. That's well, auditoriums, you go to Bucky's, they, they actually have auditoriums because they've never been in the bathrooms down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, I'm thinking of you, Kelly Stevens. That's why I said that. Anyway, uh, so AMC theaters are going to be back open. 30% capacity is all, which means 70% of the seats will be left open during showtime. Well, so that'll something be in there where they were going to do like 15 cent admissions or something. I read that somewhere that they were going to do some really low ball price yeah, for I, people. I don't know. Now the question is, will you like your husband and wife, will you still be able to sit together or do you have to sit apart? I don't know. Interesting. Maybe some of them want to sit apart. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tickets for two prominent upcoming movies, The New Mutants and Tenet have uh, yet to go go on sale and there will be automatic seat blocking for tickets to those oh, okay. shows in reserved seating auditoriums. AMC hopes that the roughly two thirds of its approximately 600 locations across the US will be operational by September 3rd. But okay. uh, so right. that's interesting. The movies will reopen. That'll but nice. uh, in the whole pandemic, that's one thing that I, yeah. I am in favor of. Just, just let us, I, I don't mind movie theaters stay open, but just let us, Charge us 50 bucks or something and mm-hmm. let us watch it, download it, watch it online, stream yeah. it. Yeah. I like watching it at home anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I think there's something there where they they don't want to get rid of the brick and mortar buildings and the movie yeah. theaters and stuff like that. But you got to imagine with all the streaming, that's got to disappear at some point. In I would the, think so. Not so near future. Right. Yeah, that's a big threat to their business. You know? A lot of churches, uh, a lot of churches are uh, in movie theaters. So we'll just the church will take over the movie theaters. Oh, we'll yeah. assume the buildings. Yep. 
Yeah, those seats are nice. <laughs> <laughs> All nice. right. I am excited. I, as modern Christian dads, we have to be careful because we want to be men of purity and all that stuff. We just got done Amen. a beauty conference, That's but, right. That's but the, right. the, the, the last, the first wonder wonder woman movie that came out was, was pretty rad, if you will. So I thought that then the second one will be very interesting hmm. uh, when that one comes out. Yeah. Actually a good DC movie along with the uh, Aquaman was pretty good too. Did you see Aquaman? Yeah. That was good flicks. All right. So the next one up, uh, past yeah, Greg, you're our a, food connoisseur. Yeah, that's an important story right there. Yeah. Girl Scouts, Girl Scout cookies, uh, add new French toast flavored cookie oh, to the lineup this nice, year. Man. Be available in select areas starting with the 2021 season, which kicks off nationally. Let's see here. Um, very soon. So you, you got the new new flavor there. What do you think of that, Pastor Greg? I'm excited about that. Is it is it looks like it has maybe a cream filling there on it? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Very cinema yum cinnamon ish, if you will. Uh Cinnabon. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Reminded uh, someone of Cinnabon. Every now and again says. I'll get a wild hair and eat a half a box of cinnamon toast crunch. So Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, I need to find my three dollars and fifty cents in my shoebox somewhere. That's good. And it, you know, typically, when I buy a box of Girl Scout cookies, I eat them all yeah. before <laughs> I get home. Yeah. And you can throw the evidence away; nobody ever knows. Now, last night, here's an interesting story for you fellows. Let's see if this exists in your household. Last night, my wife baked a cake. Right, no big deal. She made it her own special way. She started with a box cake. She added all this stuff, sour cream, all this stuff to keep it real. It was like angel food cake when oh, it was all nice. done, right? So she is, I come into the house, the cake is out of the oven on the counter and she's standing next to it, like standing guard <laughs> next to the cake. And I said, when can we eat this? And she said, well, you can't eat it right now. It's still warm. And I'm saying, well, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, well, it'll melt the frosting. I said, well, even better. Yeah. So she got kind of upset with me because I wanted to eat the warm cake. Mm. So I went off and did something else, came back. Well, she's slicing it up. And and she served warm cake and the frosting was melted just per. It was glorious. Yeah. But I'm wondering, have you guys ever experienced <laughs> that where your wife bakes a cake and she won't let you eat it? Until it totally cools off, which is mm. really disappointing because we want said, cold yeah. cake. I want warm. When you get it at a restaurant, do they serve it cold? Nope. nope. It's warm and it's got warm frosting and gooeyness all over it. That's the perfect way. Yes, I'm lucky. So, my wife, my wife never never stays in one place very long. So when she walks away, whoosh. yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we just so, lost a viewer on Facebook Live due to that story there, Pastor oh, Greg. Well, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, Must not be a cake It fan. has been said to Pastor Greg <laughs> that he is the guy who likes his cake and to eat it too. Hey, right too. It, yeah. My gosh, yeah, you just stare at it. Yeah. Okay. Watch it get cold. So Girl Scouts, thank you for expanding the repertoire, the uh, yes. menu, if you will. I like the Thin Mints. I'm not a big mint guy, but the Girl Scout cookies like those Thin Mints. Yeah, Caramel Delights is my yep. favorite. Yeah, that's a good one too. All right, Elon Musk. This is interesting, but this true story. Guy. Okay, Elon Musk says goat mimicking horn sounds are definitely coming to Tesla fleet. What? If you, if you happen to hear the sound of a bleeding goat on the road, it might just be a Tesla. In 2019, the automaker's CEO Elon Musk tweeted that new horn features were in the works, such as goat noises and fart sounds. <laughs> Well, in southern Missouri, or, it might actually be a goat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Just the tip of the iceberg, he said. In October, the company had mentioned the update since then. However, on Friday, a follower on Twitter asked Musk if the horn development was still underway. 
and Musk confirmed that newer versions of the electric cars will make bleeding noises to alert the car oh, up ahead. You know that's got to be an upgrade for the older ones. Yeah. Come on. Put it so in when that. you're buying your Tesla so, online, would you like the goat noise or would you like the... I want them all. Flag want flagellation. The uh, I want fluffy. a screaming cat. <laughs> I, and I'm surprised the, the, the Department of Transportation is okay with that. So they must not see a problem. So that'd be interesting. Something yeah, like a zoo out on the road. Yeah. So, <laughs> I we we did. I did watch a video. I think we covered it a couple of weeks back. That Mustang, that electric yep. Mustang. Yep. I went on YouTube and watched videos of guys that, that were testing insane. those out. I mean, just the the, the noise of it was really mm -hmm. crazy mm -hmm. sounding. I mean, they just burn so fast. Anyway, not directly related related to that well, article, but e even in our little community here, I've noticed more and more Teslas all the time. Yep, showing up. There was a guy that came here last week for something. He had a Tesla. So I thought, wow. Does he go to our church or no? Just to, no. He was oh, like nah. some guy that was. He stopped in for something, but I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. So, anyway. I. I should, when I see, I know there's some, a few people in our community that have the Tesla. I need to hunt them down and be like, you should come to our church. Yeah. I'm a Tesla pastor. You'd love me. So, <laughs> all right, pizza. We kind of dive into this pizza. We there have a pizza one, right. right over there uh, and that we're going to dive into in just a second. We wanted to get the shakaroni from Papa John's, but mm, uh, Papa yeah. John's is just far enough away to be yeah. annoying from where we're at. Oh so we've got the yeah. pepperoni lovers at Domino's. Uh, 300, okay, your favorite uh, major pizza chain in America is? Go ahead, Mr. Major. Walden. I would. Major meaning pizza oh, at Pop John's I, Domino's. Oh, well, it can be like a hot tomato. Yeah, hot tomato in uh, Colorado. Yeah. yeah, hot tomato. Besides that. Oh, okay, well, I would say, I, yeah. I would say. Uh, right, let's Domino's, do this. Domino's and Papa John's kind of tight. Na okay. Name your big one and then name your small one. Let's okay. give them a little plug here. All right, so, so your I, big would ones? Say, I would say. Tie between Domino's and Papa John's and Hot Tomato. Okay, mine's Papa John's and Starlight Pizza. Oh. Northern Indiana. Woo! Papa John's for me, love the garlic sauce and yes. the pepperoni. Just something about that creates the magic, Their the sauce, the dough. Are like hotter. They're like, yeah. they're great. It's perfect. So. Domino's, love the thin crust. Pa yep. uh, pizza, actually, I like their, their pasta for whatever reason. If you tried their pastas before. I do like their stuffed crust. They were kind of the innovator of the oh, stuffed yeah. crust mm. back in the day. Okay. But overall, they're the like greasiest, most frozen, probably unhealthy <laughs> of all the three. Yeah, so anyway, up to 300 Pizza Hut restaurants will be closed. Most of them dine-in locations. Uh, pizza has actually, during the pandemic, has reported a 30% spike uh, in uh, overall dominoes at least. But so a lot of the change have been increasing, but Pizza Hut huh? struggling and specifically more the in-store uh, oh, okay. or seated okay. dominoes. So, but it's funny because this franchise, NPC, I work for NPC, employee of the month at NPC, that when I did pizza delivery Good for job. Good job, pizza, I worked officially for NPC International. So nice. uh, NPC owns 1,225 Pizza Huts, 385 Wendy's restaurants. Uh, there's 6,700 Pizza Hut restaurants in the USA. Uh, but anyway, the in-store the in -store one's definitely struggling. And I think, uh, you know, it seems like Pizza Hut's more expensive than all of them, too. Yep. Yep, they are. That's it. So, I mean, uh, the cheapest seems to be Domino's of the three now, don't you think? I think They're so. They're the one who started the two for five ninety nine yep. and stuff like that. And they really get, fast, too. too. Yeah, get too. very, very speedy. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, more pizza place school. And in South Carolina, South Carolina, I wish I would have dove into more some pizza places there. There's yeah. like the Pie Squared. What else was there? Some uh, Pie Donato, Squared. Uh, Donato's Pizza was there. It just oh, what opened. was the big one there? The, uh, the, the other one. Pizza Inn? 
pizza. No, uh, was that pizza in the one that was right across from Papa John's in Spartanburg there? Uh, oh, they, um, that one was really good. They had a lot of pizza places, though. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. so I wonder, Love pizza. I wonder if you My favorite food. Kind of a little, like a, like a little experiment to do. It'd be like calling a Domino's order in at the same time you call a Jimmy John's order in and see which one comes first. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Ronnie and Teresa Wendelton, they're di diving in there. Papa John's and Eureka Pizza. Eureka, it's gold. Where's that at? Is that a chain? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had that one before. I think this one in Northern Arkansas, I think. Mm, praise God. You have to hook us up with that, Ronnie and Teresa Wendelton. Okay, a little sports news. Let's talk a little sports real yeah. quick. We're going to get into spiritual talk. Uh, but uh, the pandemic sports now kind of coming back in play a little bit. NBA is yeah. back at it. I've watched a little bit of the NBA. Um, yeah, what do you think? It's okay. You know, it's it's just not that great. I'm I'm not really okay. We could do a whole episode on the Black Lives Matter kind of thing. Uh, my quick take is at the core of what it is, I believe in it uh, in terms of standing for racial equality mm -hmm. and for uh, police violence against black the black community or African American to end. Totally for that. What, what I don't like is, is the politicizing of it and the other things that begin to, they throw on top of the movement yeah. that then just kind of make it like, I really liked what it was about. Because uh, I like a guy named Shannon Sharp, if you ever heard a guy named Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Uh, what, I loved his explanation. He's like, listen, we're not saying black lives matter more because a lot of people say all lives matter, right? Mm -hmm. That's, I've heard a rebuttal. I agree with that. He was just saying, we're not saying that Black, black lives matter more than white lives, Hispanic lives. They just matter. And we're trying to use this th event that happened mm -hmm. to highlight racism and promote the ending of it in America. I'm like, right. that makes sense. I'm cool with that. Uh, there just seems to get a ton of other stuff yep. toppled on top yep. of it that yep. then makes me like, yeah. Well, with the black lives matter, there, there is the concept, which we all agree on that, you know, let, you know, African-American lives matter and we don't want any, any of sure. that police violence against them, all that stuff. But then there is also the organization itself, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Because they are actually Marxist. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so along with that, you were saying as NFL, NBA, they have Black Lives Matter on the court. People have different phrases on their jerseys, et cetera. So that's been a little bit of what's been happening. I'm just not really into it because no live audience. It's just a weird feel. I just, I'm not really enjoying it that much. Well, and uh, they've been tanking. The NBA has been tanking because people want to watch sports. They don't. They, they get enough politics from, from the news yeah. and everything else. Yes. They, don't, they don't want to see politics <laughs> when they watch That's the sports. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, but the NFL now choosing to not do the, you were saying not do the Yeah, they got, they, I saw that flag on the news. National anthem. Or at least at least not put that on TV or something like that, you were saying, right? Well, they're, going to, they're still going to do the national anthems, but they're not going to have live national anthem performances, and they're going to, they may bar military and police honor guards from the field. Yeah, that's... So, and so that's going to definitely uh, turn off a lot of folks. Yeah. Yep. I think, you know, sports are going to struggle, and uh, wow. And, and I think it's a great... I'm glad God's checking us in that area as well, too, right? That he really kiboshed and ruined that for us. Americans, yep. I'm glad he rebuked us in that area, <laughs> you yep. know, an area that he's, because sports has really become God to guys. Yeah. I mean, us guys, we can it's really true. get wrapped up in sports and yep. whether it be, you know, if you're NBA guy, NASCAR guy, racing, bat, NFL, mm -hmm. yep. I mean, we can really make sports our God yep. as guys. And now if you're not going to watch sports, you have no excuse to miss church on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, anyway, uh, one item of note in regards to sports is that uh, I'm a UFC guy. I haven't, really, I haven't been excited about UFC either lately, but there was uh, Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic was uh, their trilogy fight was Saturday night. I was actually having computer issues, so I stayed up late, and I did catch a lot of interaction, some highlights, things like that. Stipe Miocic beats Daniel Cormier. They're basically fighting for GOAT status. They had fought 1-1. It was 1-1. This is a rubber match, a trilogy match. Uh, many consider Miocic to be the top heavyweight of all time. Many people consider Daniel Cormier. Uh, so Miocic wins the fight, goes all five rounds. He's the GOAT. Daniel Cormier, this was his last fight. He said he's going to retire. And so now Stipe stands atop the mountain, the heavyweight mountain of all time. Mm. So anyway, the rest of the fights were just kind of okay. Um, uh, uh, this would be like total nerding out. So if you don't like the UFC, you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But one of the things becoming very <laughs> popular in the UFC now is this um, calf kick. Okay. Uh, so for, for so a lot of people, leg kicks have always been uh, in the game a little bit. Uh, and people have learned to utilize these various leg kicks. But now uh, there's this guy, Sean O'Malley, there's this calf kick guys are using all the time now. So basically what it does, if you can catch the guy in the back of the calf, it basically paralyzes the lower portion of the leg. Oh, jeez. Uh, so what happened is Sean O'Malley, he just, a guy got a really nice calf, lower calf kick, uh, and, and, and he went to step back, and that like kind of paralyzes oh. the leg where you can't, and so now the fighter is like scrambling and you know he was, and, oh, and he yeah. got guy hopped on him TKO. So that's a popular move now coming. So next time Kelly Stevens walk in the room, whoosh, yeah. kick right to the guy. It'll come <laughs> tumble down. You just pounce him, ground and pound, well, rear he, naked choke. He's he gone. Told me he was made of steel. So <laughs> I don't know. You may end up more hurt than him. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's news. That's sports. That's what's happening. And uh, some of the things happening in life, our culture. Now we're going to get into some spiritual talk. We'll hear from our sponsor first. Yeah. How about that? Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dads podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in Him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. All right, so Christianity is awesome. Love being modern Christian dads. We love following Jesus. We yes. we would never regret, we don't regret that decision. Uh, it's We love it, you know, but man, Christianity is a grind every once in a while. Uh, there's some days you're like, uh, yeah, come home, you know, come back Lord or yeah. whatever, you know, yes. it's just, it's, it's a grind. Yes. It's a commitment to a lifestyle that is very different than the ways of this world. So I was joking with our staff, Pastor Greg, the other day, I said, you know, it, it'd be really nice if the Bible was just kind of a nice little book that we just could read occasionally right. instead of having to follow, you know, yeah. and just, we just read it and be like, oh, that's really nice. Yay. And, you know, you could like, maybe I'll use that someday, or that's a nice thought to put in my lifestyle. But the, the Bible is the directive. It's the commandments by which we live by each and every day. And so yeah. uh, we have to be men of the word and, and the, the word gets the final say. That's, that's the big thing for our lives, you know, that the Bible gets the final say and, and have to really use that as the directive for our life. 
but anyway, I was, uh, uh, as a pastor, you know, I'm human. Mm -hmm. So I have struggles or frustrations or some days where, you know, I wake up and, uh, just like, oh man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, th those are, those are common. They're reoccurring. They're happen over and over again. And that's not because I'm a pastor. That's, that's Christianity. Yeah. So anyway, the other day I just had a little bit of a frustration and, and I do, you know, as a pastor, uh, I remember our district, our general superintendent joking last year when he's preaching in, in Florida, he's like, Oh, I was really struggling with this. So I just, I just opened the Bible and put my finger on it and tried to find something. And so I think we all have those moments, right? Where we're yeah, like anything, sure. Lord, Lord, something, could you speak please? And so the other, uh, just yesterday, uh, I had kind of one of those moments. I'm like, I just, I need uh, encouragement or something right now, or God speak to me, encourage me. So I, you know, like open up my Bible app, and you know, like, okay, verse of the day, you know, the, the version Bible app has the verse of the day. So I open up the Bible and uh, get to James chapter one, verse two. You can read that pastor Greg. And, read and it, it said this, here's what it said. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance and let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking any thing. Oh, I don't like awesome. that verse. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I'm just kidding. I, I really like it, Greg. I'm just from the standpoint of like, that's one of those verses where you just like, man, especially when you're going through something or yeah. struggling or frustrated or going through a trial or whatever. That's just one of those verses you don't appreciate from the Lord. I think it's easier to consider <laughs> a pure joy after the trial is over and you can look back and go, wow, I made it. I persevered through it. Now I have joy, but going through it sometimes it's it can be really difficult to have joy. So yeah, and and uh, you know we, we live in this fallen world. We're still we're still subject to the you know being in the human body and the flesh, and and you know it's not good. It's not fun when you go through the trials because sometimes they they come at you more than once. I mean you get from five or six different directions, and you feel like you're just getting way late. Mm -hmm. And it's it's hard to have joy because you know like nobody enjoys going through that. And then God puts you in the position that only he can, he's reminding you that he's the only one that you can hold on to. Yeah. I had a friend that her son died. She, this lady was an older lady that uh, was kind of like a grandma to her kids and her, her son died. You know, yeah. I could only imagine because you yeah. want that to be the opposite. I, I would prefer, I much prefer my dead body being in casket before any of my kids. Right. And, mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, I'd, I would much prefer that than, vice versa. I hope that happens that way. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I think any parent would say that, but her, you know, her son died and I was like, wow, uh, what is that like for a mother to have to endure and see that and encounter that? And m many mothers and fathers have had to do that. But when I was praying for her, uh, I, I, I read that scripture, consider it pure joy. And, and it was thinking of her like, Lord, that's all, that's kind of mean, you know, like yeah. how is her name's Eva? How's Eva supposed to wake up today? and consider it pure joy. Right. Yeah. How, how is she, you know, like, how is she supposed to do that? And w the conclusion I came to is that you begin to take, you, 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 there should not be joy. There's not joy in this situation or there's not joy in the death of her son, but there's joy in the reality and the truth in the God who's in control of your situation. Right. I can take still, you know, it, my life could be so bleak uh, you know, I could have just disease infested body, uh, but yet I could still find joy in the Lord 
and, and the God who's in control of my life, I could still praise him and, and you know, find joy in that. So I felt that was kind of like God was saying. And I don't think you can fully explain it. No. I mean, even like giving you peace beyond understanding, how can you explain it? Right. I mean, well, James 1 3 says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And the definition of perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So, yeah. And what's, you know, I've come to the conclusion of, uh, you know, recent situations or struggles. God is, God is doing that to me. Like, you know, like <laughs> he is intentionally yeah. taking me through those times. Cause he's trying to, uh, develop maturity, grow me, strengthen me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the reality is, is like, you know, I, I do believe that some of those scenarios that we're in, some can be brought on ourselves by our dumb decisions mm-hmm. yeah. or by uncontrollable things. But sure. yet I think all of them are, can be used by God. Are, 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 and like that scripture, the other one we say, that God's in it, God's working all things together That's right. for our good. And, and that's something that should, should come out of that. So it's like, Jeremiah, just take this and use this so that you can become more mature, develop, and, and, and so more, more of me will be produced in your life and through your life, out of your life, et cetera. That's good. And, and I, didn't, I didn't read verse five intentionally until now. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. So when you're going through your trial mm-hmm. and you don't know how to handle it, <laughs> ask God. And he said right here, if you, he'll give generously to all. So yeah. Take heart in that, man. That's good. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. And the, and the thing about going through trials is, we get to see we get to see characteristics in, of God that we would not get to see. Yeah, that's good. The trial. That's good. Yeah. That's how you learn to know how you come to know Him more through yeah. that. Yeah. So like God the Healer, if you didn't have a disease that needed to be healed, how would you experience God the Healer? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good, Greg. Yeah. That's good. We. I mean, I I have been. I'm not bitter. I'm still a pastor today, but I, you know, I've gone through some brutal scenarios in the church, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in the, <laughs> the life of the church, but still to this day, uh, you know, the situation that in my life that's been the greatest trial is our daughter when she was born prematurely. And, mm-hmm. uh, we lived in California. She was born, uh, life lighted, uh, in my, around my hometown to Omaha, Nebraska, she was in the NICU for weeks. We had to live in a Ronald McDonald house. Like it was just crazy, you know? And you know, the summation of our life for 12 weeks or whatever that was eight to 12 weeks or something like that was, um, you know, Rachel waking up and going to the NICU all day long. Mm -hmm. And I would play with Zoe at a a little Ronald McDonald house. If you've ever been into one of those, I still to this day love and appreciate those type they're, they're, yep. they're, there's Ronald McDonald houses or versions of those all throughout the country. And they're basically for people who are poor or yeah. can't afford a hotel or, or misplaced. And, you know, then uh, playing with Zoe all day long and Rachel come back. And then uh, in this little Ronald McDonald house, people would bring meals, churches, various groups would bring meals. And so all these distraught parents would sit there around some tables and eat food every night while we wondered whether our kids would live or, die or you know what would happen Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i'd wake up and go i'd take my portion of the day to go visit gabrielle and some days you would see multiple sections of the nicu being cleaned out uh, because kids were not going home 
they were they were dead. That, that didn't mean didn't yeah. mean they're going home. It meant like, hey, we're cleaning it out because that kid didn't make it. That kid didn't oh, make it. Yeah. And so you're watching all that, and then you're looking at your kid, and then you're sitting down eating with people who. How long have you been here? Oh, I, you know, I felt like it is eternity. Oh, I've been here three weeks. Oh, I've been here, I've been here, three months now. What wow. three months? You know, uh, and just like, oh my goodness, all that kind of stuff, and to have to find um, joy and still seek God in the mid- middle of it, and yeah. uh, we still went to church. We're faithful to go to church and worship God, uh, but that was like, wow, that was that was a trial, you know. Yeah. But still, to this day, I often say that was the closest I've ever felt to God. And your story actually made the uh, 700 Club, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just think about how many millions of people that that story reached. Yeah. You know, there could be people saved right now that, that saw that story that you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Gabrielle made it. She's fine yeah. today. Yeah. Amen. But, you know, just, just like the point of what you're bringing is in the trial, like I learned to know, I actually appreciate Jesus more. Now, my child came out of that. Yeah. You know, some... Some did did not, but I still appreciate God, even though like in that, I'm like, what did you really need to do all that to me? (laughs) You know, like just to get, you know, get a point across, you know, I, we can feel like that in our flesh or our misunderstanding or not understanding the picture of the things God does. We can easily be like, well, are you just, you just torturing me for fun, Lord? Like, you know, how about uh, someone else? How about Pastor Greg? He'd be a better candidate. <laughs> or someone else, please, Lord, yeah. someone else. I'll just, but, I'll say, to back that up, I'll say the older I get, the more I realize that there's a lot of things that happen in our lives that don't make sense, but they will once we get home to heaven. Mm-hmm. I think when we see God's big picture of why this had to happen and why this didn't, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, happen, I think then it'll all make sense to us. Amen. So, amen. Yep. And we read out of the, uh, what version did you read out of there? NIV. 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 We read, I was reading that passage uh, earlier today out of the amplified version. And uh, in that amplified version, it says you can also said inner peace that you can find, you know, uh, that latter. Do you have amplified there real quick? Um, No, I do not. I like the the way uh, the amplified phrase is you you can also find inner peace as you seek the Lord, that there's this in the midst of trial, in the midst of obstacle, there's still a peace, the peace of God, Mm -hmm. which the Bible would say, the peace of God, which transcends all human understanding. We can still find that. We can still find joy. We can still find peace. We can still find God in the midst of any circumstance, any situation. That's good. Amen. So and that, that, speaking of the peace, uh, when I went to Saudi Arabia, I was a new Christian when I went over to Saudi Arabia for the first Gulf War. And, you know, nobody knew, you know, ahead of time what was going to happen. Like these guys wanted to fight, man. We've been over just like Iraq in 2003. Mm. And, you know, all the, the people who weren't saved around me, they were freaking out. They I mean, they were always on edge. And I mean, I had me and my Christian friends, we had over there, man, we we'd have Bible studies. And it was like just being back in the States. <laughs> and it was like people would come up and ask, like, you don't seem to be bothered by all this. I'm like, no, Jesus is, you know, got Jesus, man. Sure. And yeah. so like, it just people couldn't understand it. Wow. Hey, before we finish the show, I forgot. I want to give a shout out to um, one Philip Rivera, our friend, the suburban luchador. Yeah. He did have his daughter. His daughter was born. Oh, uh, Jubilee. Nice. Great. Whenever that was. I don't have that right in front of me, but I saw that the last few days. So shout out to Philip Rivera. Yeah, we're going to have to follow up with him. Father, father of four, just like I am. And, uh, uh, you know, I was appreciating him the other day. I was just giving God praise for him because I'm like, how cool. I, I I feel like he's a legitimate friend. Yeah. And we've interacted direct messaging. 
with each other. And I, I've never even met the guy before, yeah. but I, I love him. Uh, he's, he's messaged me individually several times for, uh, here and there. You know, hey, I'm praying for you. We, yeah. we talk on occasion and just really feel close to him. And I'm like, praise God for those kind of relationships. Amen. Yeah. So congratulations. Fellas. All right. Hey, congratulations, modern fellas. Christian dads, dudes talking news, sports and God. We miss you, Kelly Stevens. Talk yes, to you guys do. next time. <laughs> modern Christian dads. Season two. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports.